It's episode 237 of Nerd's Eye View. I'm Jordan. I'm joined by Andrew. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Uh, we've got a special little episode for you guys. Uh, this is uh, what we call an off week when we couldn't record. So we have a, a trio of reviews for you. Which ones are they, Andrew? Uh, well, Adam and I sat down and talked about Slow West. You'll mm. hear that one first. Nice. Uh, second, uh, Jordan, you joined me to talk about Mr. Holmes. Yes. We went and we saw that at a fancy theater. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, and then our last review uh, is for the film Trainwreck. Right. The comedy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the the comedy romance. <coughs> more com- more comedy than romance. But, with uh, Amy Schumer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And LeBron James. Yeah. Yep. And uh, John Cena. Sure. You'll hear more about that in our review of that. Definitely. Uh, so, yeah. Let's get to it. Rose, my love. Jane, Romeo. Once upon a time, Jay Cavendish traveled from the cold shoulder of Scotland to the baking heart of America to find his love. A jackrabbit. In a den of wolves. Arms abroad, boy. Sir, I'm Jay Cavendish, son of Lady Cavendish. We're all sons of bitches. Keep heading west solo. You'll be dead by dawn. I take care of myself. Sure, kid. You need chaperoning. Let's drift. Care not why I'm headed west? No. It was an accident. It was all my fault. My girl and her father fled from Scotland. Nobody knows where we are. Nobody knows who we are. The bounty hunters. What do they want? Blood, money, and two thousand dollars. Tice is a certain breed of undesirable. Just what breeds are you? May I enter? It's a free country. Are you headed west? North. West. Big storm coming. It's big trouble. Teaming up with them? I think that's a smart play. There's more to life than surviving. Yeah, there's dying. Kill that house! Yes, sir. No, sir. Three bags full of shit. But I don't want to talk about it. Deep in the West. Kick over any rock. Desperado. Crawl out and knife you right in the heart. Lay a finger on her and I'll kill you! No love like a love like this, cause a love don't exist when a boy wanna play so. Not bad, kid. This is a special bonus review uh, from Nerds Eye View. Who do I have with me here? Mr. Adam Cleese. Yep, and I'm Andrew. Uh, we're going to be giving you a, a little review here of Slow West, a film from 2015 written and directed by John McLean, uh, starring Cody Smith-McPhee and Michael Fassbender. You know those people. You're a big fast. You're you're a fan bender. Uh, I'm a fan bender. Is yeah. that what we're calling him? A big fan bender. I don't know that kid. What's he from? Uh, he was in uh, the Scorsese Hugo. He's he's gonna be Night Koala. Night Koala in uh, <laughs> the Night Koala <laughs> in uh, X Men Apocalypse. He's a quirky uh, little you kid. You know that thing. I'm trying to see what else this uh, John McLean did. 
He um, he's from Die Hard. Sure. Right, John McClane. He did something called Pitch Black Heist. Never heard of it. That is. Don't know what that is. Don't know what any of these things are. Uh, he looks fairly it's a new. Very, it's a very distinct film. Yes. It's a, it is a Western, mm-hmm. as it says. It's following Cody Smith-McPhee as a boy who is traveling across America from Scotland. Scotland. He came from Scotland, traveling across America to find the woman that he loves, mm-hmm. even though he's a little boy. He's a little boy. He's a young lad. He's a young lad coming in from... Oh, that's that's an Irish accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so focused. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but this is a this was shot a lot in, in New Zealand, so it has a very a the, beautiful landscape. Yeah, the great look of classic westerns where you get to see the all the landscape. Can't the do that here anymore, apparently. Now you get all the smokestacks. You got to CGI it all in. Yeah, it's bad stuff. But it looks good. This movie looks good. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and it's it it. Uh, I mean, it evokes like uh, a very slow. It's I mean, it's called slow west, but it, and it's a very slow. You you get to take in every visual. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of a very like uh, Tarsum Singh kind of style, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. the um, I don't want to say the focus is the landscape, but he puts a very large emphasis on the surroundings mm-hmm. and that and the place they're in. So you get a really good feel for it, and everything's really bright even though it's a western everything's bright all the trees pop out at you the landscapes are like right in your face and you just have these tiny little characters in there in this huge landscape and it looks it looks beautiful i thought mm-hmm. i think yeah uh, uh the characters are, are pretty simple but that doesn't mean they're not like interesting because mm-hmm. uh, michael fassbender uh, we i mean um i don't want to say too much about him but but we come to find out that he's he's some kind of a bounty hunter uh but he helps out this boy in his quest to find uh, uh the woman and uh, they they have some like interesting exchanges between themselves and with just others that they encounter on their travels. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I thought the the scene in the uh, the shop when they get to that shop, that is a really great scene. That's pretty intense. It, that it one. really takes a turn, and uh, I I think it really tells a lot about the people in the 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 two characters the two main characters you learn a lot about them just from well, how they react to that there's i mean they don't really expand on the world they're in because they never go into a big town honestly mm. that shack that that store with that one man is the most people they see yeah so they don't really like go into a town and you know meet a bunch of people there's not a whole lot of characters in this movie mm. but just from that one scene you get a really good feel for the kind of world they live in mm. like michael fassbender says to him like the whole time like this is a rough place I mean, you're kind of a delusional if you think it's not. Mm-hmm. And just from that one scene, I believe they show off really well what kind of world they actually live in. Yeah, it's a very rough uh, place. Mm-hmm. And I think they put a year at the beginning, but I don't remember what it was. It was like 1870-something. Yeah, sometime yeah. like after the Civil War, mm-hmm. I believe. So everyone's riding horses, and mm-hmm. and uh, there's no modern uh, you know, amenities. Amenities, uh, but but that's not to say it's not a uh, it's not like uh, a, a movie that takes itself too seriously. There's a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of uh, comedy in moments where it's not like all out and out jokes, but it's just weird. like when they dry their clothes, just like yeah, when oh, they yeah. tie in between the horses, just mm-hmm. like simple stuff like that, or even when they're in well, the there's, f- yeah, there's a scene where where they get drunk. Yeah, I thought that was that was kind of funny, just just uh, on its own. Yeah, I mean it's a. It's a quirky little... I don't usually like to use that word uh-huh. too much, but it's an interesting... Like sh- It's only an hour and a half. It's a pretty yeah. short film, and you get a whole lot of story, like, I don't want to say crammed in your face, but it's like they have a lot of story to cover, and they take their time with it, though. Yeah, I think... Um, I I really love 
westerns, but I find it hard to find like a really good one mm-hmm. uh, that, especially in this modern age, it's not uh, a normal western at no, all it's, either. It's very different, and I think what makes it uh, so good is the 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 characters. Like they're not a lot of modern westerns try and make themselves stories about other things, like the battle between good and evil, or you know, the devil is is a is a guy on the west, and it's like we don't really need all that. This is this is really pared down to a story of survival. A boy a, wants to find the girl he loves. Yeah, and this is his journey on the way there. Mm-hmm. And there are complications. Uh, with the girl, with him, there's stuff that gets in his way. Yeah. He's a little too trusting sometimes. Mm-hmm. You find that out very soon. But <laughs> he does. He never loses who he is. Yeah, and in the same way with Michael Fassbender's uh, bounty hunter character, it's it's some some like very small. I'd say similarities to Three Ten to Yuma. The mm-hmm. um, what was that guy? The Russell Crowe's Russell Crowe's character, Crow's character. Mm-hmm. in that w- same way where he's kind of a bad guy who's not. Bat, who's not the worst yeah it's kind of that that kind of thing going he's on. just a guy he's a he's a deep down i don't want to say deep down he's like a really good guy mm-hmm. but he's he's just in a rough world where he's trying to survive yeah and to survive you have to be a little mean there mm-hmm. and uh, uh ben mendelson uh plays uh kind of the the out and out villain uh which you don't really find out too much about him until uh the end or more than halfway through but i think he's very good i think um uh, I remember him from uh, Killing Them Softly. I thought he was really good in that. He had a much bigger role in that, uh, but it's he plays very distinct characters. And he wasn't like over the top, like gloating and doing big speeches. He was real subtle about the way he went about things, mm-hmm. and um, I thought it was great. And when he shows up with the at their camp, and they have that little scene where he brings the the glass and the absinthe, yeah. and they get drunk. I thought that was really cool. And they, him and Michael Fassbender have that really good, like, intimate moment because they, it was great when mm-hmm. he was all drunk. <laughs> it's a good movie. So, uh, I mean, I think it was really good, uh, a good show from Cody Smith-McPhee uh, to see that he's actually capable of, you know, range yeah. in a sense uh, rather than just being, you know, in these uh, blockbuster style you know, kids movies. or Not kids movies even, but I liked Hugo a lot, but it's, you know, it doesn't take much from someone to just be the the bland main character yeah. in a film like that. Uh but this was very uh very distinct, I thought. It was good. It was good. It was good. I mean it had a it had an interesting style to the movie. The pacing was um I didn't think it was too slow at all. I felt mm-hmm. like they were constantly moving. But then they would take their time to like focus on something, but then they keep moving on and they worked their way the entire time towards you know the final goal mm-hmm. which was the girl and we won't get into that because we don't want to do a bunch of spoilers but yeah we want people to watch this mm-hmm. this is a good movie because there are we could spoil it and it would kind of ruin the ending so we don't really want to do that yeah but we do recommend that you watch it it's only an hour and a half it doesn't take much time it's a good little movie what would you like to see next from this director this director i mean what do you think he could do <sighs> he has I mean, with this style, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a huge... He's not a, it's not a huge blockbuster style. Mm-hmm. You, he has to kind of do that whole Wes Anderson, like, uh, indie film kind of sort of thing. Yeah. But I think he could get really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his next one, he could do an interesting... Um, I think he could do an interesting, like, gangster movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, with uh, real um, strong characters and, like, an interesting environment. Mm-hmm. 
I think that could work. Yeah, I was thinking maybe like like a sci-fi, like a grounded sci-fi. Maybe yeah. Where it's it's not really about like oh it's you know some some big thing going on. It's about like the weird little people that have to deal with the world that they live in. You yeah. don't really get that a lot in sci-fi. Or maybe even, I would like to see like a bootlegger movie. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> You're really into the gangs- gangster. I like gangsters. 1920s. No, but that that sci-fi thing would be interesting. Just like smaller people, not the big space battles. Mm-hmm. Just uh, normal normal people living on an alien planet. <laughs> normal people living on an alien yeah, planet. Yeah, they're That's normal. It be okay, called. it's their regular planet. They're normal for that planet. <laughs> they might be strange to us in our ways, but they're normal there. Okay. Okay. Any closing thoughts? Ah, uh, closing thoughts. Let's see. I do like me some Fassbender. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very cool that they got him for this movie, and he was uh, billed as an executive producer. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he, you know, poured a little bit of money into this. I doubt he made any money off of this one i mean it did yeah, we watched it streaming on amazon prime yeah we didn't so, even pay for it I'm i sorry. doubt i doubt he made much money but i i like that like he's a huge star right now like he's in big blockbuster movies i like how he takes the time to make a real short solid movie with uh, some interesting characters and a good story i mean you just don't see that all the time anymore and it's nice and refreshing all right so this has been our bonus review of slow west Slow West. Bye. His name is Mr. Sherlock Holmes. Was that him? Have you ever been bitten? Stunned. Please don't have teeth. Have you ever been bit? No, I have never been bit. Mr. Holmes, are you all right? All right. Roger. The photograph is her, isn't it? The woman in the story. Is it real? The case was my last. We're about to start an investigation. Mr. Holmes. Did you finish what you had to do? Hello! This is a special bonus review from Nerd's Eye View. I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan. And we're going to talk about the film, uh, the 2015 film, Mr. Holmes. Mr. Holmes. Directed by... Where'd that go? Bill Condon. Ooh. Uh, he's a he's a director man, uh, and it's this one's based on a novel, uh, a novel called A Slight Trick of the Mind, uh, written by Mitch Cullen, uh, and it's the screenplay is by Jeffrey Hatcher. <laughs> I like how IMDb still credits Arthur Conan Doyle for it says Arthur Conan Doyle credits or characters uncredited. Yeah, at this point it's uh, it's kind know, of assumed. a free game. Yep, anyone can use Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the plot of this film, uh, this is Ian McKellen. Is an old Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And, and, a, and a 20, 30 year younger Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. He plays 93 and 63. Yep. Uh, but he's, he's, he's uh, retired and he's trying to come to terms with his age mm-hmm. and he's looking back on his life and he can't quite remember why he stopped being a detective. Yeah. He's, he's, he's kind of realizing that he's going to die soon mm-hmm. and he's looking back at his life and he goes, 
wait, why did I stop doing something I was obviously good at, something I enjoyed doing, mm-hmm. like, and he doesn't remember. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a bummer in that way. Yeah. He's having memory problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of remembers things in waves, like he'll see something and that'll jar a memory out of him. Yep. Uh, and uh, part of the plot, which I thought was really good, was that he was trying to write down his last case uh, because, uh, as we all know, Watson was famously chronicled all the yep. cases. And in this version of the story, uh, uh, Sherlock is mad uh, that Watson made all the endings happier. Yep. He made everything nicer and better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he didn't changed tell him. it how it happened. Yeah. yeah. He changed everything, yeah. uh, which, of course, when you're writing a story, you have to, you know, change things around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but that kind of that's a good fun meta layer to the whole thing, right? Because he wants to tell his own story. He wants to write something for once. Mm-hmm. He wants to be the writer, mm-hmm. uh, and they have a lot of fun with kind of the mythology of Sherlock Holmes. He he's a beekeeper. Mm-hmm. That's in the books, and that's here present in this film. Yep. Uh, and instead of having Watson as his sidekick, he has this young boy. Uh, the son of the housekeeper uh, that he's hired mm-hmm. um, who was it just me or did this kid look like that kid who was the kid in movies from like five ten years ago yeah yeah mm-hmm. are all kids in movies looking the same now pretty much maybe they're related i'm looking uh, i'm trying to look right now i think they just got the dna for one look, and look like, at this kid they're like this kid's cute uh he's let's just clone face. him every five years oh my god he's in a movie okay this, we need to talk about this the kid, uh, who his character name is Roger, uh, his his actor name is Milo Parker, his real name. Mm-hmm. He's in a film. IMDb calls it Ghost Hunters. Uh, it looks like it's German because the on the DVD cover that there's on the poster that they're showing it's Gespenster Jaeger. Nice. And it looks like uh, they got Slimer's little little messed up cousin. Wow. To be in this film, That's something else with. Um, that looks like the kid, kid that's like running away, you know, in the memes, the little girl <laughs> in the yellow jacket. It looks like <laughs> her, bit. but they've like photoshopped a ghost on top of it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, Mr. Holmes, uh, would you say this is a good film? I Did you enjoy would this film? say that I enjoyed this film. Me too. Very much. Yeah. And it bummed me out because like the, the theater was full of, um, people around the age range that Mr. Holmes plays in this film in their 60s. Isn't that interesting how that happens? And there was like, I don't think, I think there was like one, there was one couple in there that were younger. Mm-hmm. And, and me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow. And me too. Yeah. Well. I mean, I know I'm I'm a 50-year-old man wearing, yeah. w- wearing the... Are you, are you sure? The illusion of a... Yeah, huh? I mean, it's a nice glamour. It uh, works. Anyway, uh... Yeah, why do you think that was? What was going on there? Just because... Do you think it was just Ian McKellen? Do you think that was enough? Well, I mean, also the trailer does a good job of saying, like, no, this is him in his Twilight. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think... Like, if someone wants to go see Sherlock, they want to see Robert Downey Jr. They want to see Iron Man Sherlock. Sherlocking it up. Yeah, after... I mean, like, I think we're so spoiled because we have so many different versions of Sherlock Holmes right, right now. We have the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock oh, on yeah, BBC, which is a great one. We have, um, uh, as you said, the Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. and the what was who's that director? Uh, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie and the Guy Ritchie films. Yep. Which that's an entirely different Sherlock. We have and the, there's a new the Guy CBS, Ritchie film coming out. Yeah, Man from Uncle. Oh. But we have the CBS uh, Elementary. Yeah, which I actually really enjoy. Uh, I actually really enjoy it too, and I'm yeah. like, what is wrong with me? Uh, it's a totally different take on the character. Yeah, and each of them are very 
very different takes on the very character. Very different. Say. They focus on they kind of take an aspect and they take that that is the key aspect of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, or they they change around as side characters, right? Uh, which I think it works well in Elementary. You give him you you, you know uh, Lucy Liu is Watson. Yes, that's kind of cool. Yep. Uh, or in um, even in uh, Guy Ritchie's version, uh, it's Sherlock is a fighter. He's yep. a rough and tumble kind of mm-hmm. guy. That's very different. That's kind of cool. Right. Uh, and then, of course, the Benedict Cumberbatch one is very modern. Very it's very much modern. about what the modern world is mm-hmm. and, and what how he reacts to that. And how someone with his level of intellect and... And, and kind of like government intrigue. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of political stuff mm-hmm. in there, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. Like, they're all very different. And this, I think this didn't hit any of those notes that other people have enjoyed. Like, I don't think someone who watches Sherlock is going to be interested in this. I don't think anyone who watches Elementary is going to be interested in this. I don't think anyone who wants to see Iron Man is going to be in, interested in this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is a story that happens to have Sherlock Holmes in it, but it is a story about finding meaning and and, like, realizing who you are and what you're going to leave in this world when you leave it. And You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, legacy and... Yeah. I just don't think that people people under a certain age aren't going to appreciate that. Yeah. Which sucks because I really enjoy this movie and I think people should see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another part of this film that I, I was worried wasn't going to turn out very well, um, uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, right before he comes to his retirement, he goes to uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes um, looking for a certain plant that he hopes will help him with his memory. Something ash. Yeah. Jelly ash? No. Ash jelly? Something like that. He turns it into a jelly. Yeah. yeah well, but it's a plant. Um, and uh, part of that is that he meets a man there mm-hmm. who is played by uh, Hiroyuki Sanada. Who's in both seasons of Helix. And he he was in The Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And he was He's a great actor. The I really want to see this. I haven't yet. The Railway Man Ooh. with Colin Firth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a good actor he's really he was in sunshine he's in really good in helix yeah uh and i'm i was like oh wow this guy's like this guy's really great and uh, i was worried that that segment wouldn't turn into anything turn into it was just like some random side story Mm -hmm. but it kind of comes around when it culminates um, the very almost the very last scene is is him tying that off yeah uh and and in that way it's it's also him um it's part of him writing a story. Right. It's part of him, you know, becoming a fictionalized, yeah, him, fictionalizing what is true. Him realizing the benefits of fiction. Because mm-hmm. up to that point, he was always annoyed with Watson yeah. that it wasn't factual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was kind of cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Me too. Uh, so yeah, this is a good movie. It's a quiet movie. It's a slow movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's but not, it's very it's interesting. Not thrill you? I mean, there's three stories going on. Like you said, there's yeah. a side story in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, and that whole character interaction and like what that means to Sherlock mm-hmm. and his past. There's uh, the mystery that he's figuring out, like why he stopped being a detective, why he he retired in that farm, mm-hmm. um, and just kept with the bees and. Uh, and, and then, then there's a story of his life now and how he is definitely in the twilight of his life and he, he knows he doesn't have a lot of time left mm-hmm. and what is he going to pass on? Mm. And he realizes that he finds someone that he can help mm. nurture and and still have some purpose. And he can leave, he can leave something behind for them. Yep. 
Uh, and then uh, just a fun little trivia fact that I thought was fun. So there's a point in the film where uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes goes to see a movie version of himself. Of himself. Right. And in that movie version, um, the actor who plays the Sherlock on screen is someone named Nicholas Rowe, mm-hmm. who uh, more famously played young Sherlock Holmes in the film young Sherlock Holmes. That's pretty great. Uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a good nod. They didn't have to do that, and that was really cool. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I just I, I like this where they're actually taking the idea of in the time frame that Sherlock Holmes actually happened, mm-hmm. that he was real, and these are his stories published by Watson, and that's how he became big. Yeah. It wasn't like Arthur Conan Doyle was writing about, it was it was Watson writing these books. Mm-hmm. And so in the bookshelves, it's he pulls out the book and it says, you know, by Watson. Watson like mm-hmm. he's the author like yeah. that was kind of cool yeah I that's kind that. of a cool twist yeah um, because it, that's different from I think every other version so far right where this is this is looking at Watson the, is his sidekick not his well they have him do the chronicling but it's not like he becomes famous right in this version it's like yeah this is how Sherlock Holmes becomes famous became famous yeah how he became a household name yeah because there's also several scenes where he's just walking around people like is and that him said, oh my god oh my goodness <laughs> yep it's a lot of fun Mm-hmm. It's a bit. It's a bit of a downer, but it's just because it's a, you know it's about old an old man mm-hmm. trying to come to terms. But it's really good. It's really well done. Everyone's acting is really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful, like a beautiful film. And it, I really was. I mean, there's a part in Japan where he goes to a, like a pretty important site there, mm-hmm. and they make a commentary on that, mm-hmm. and like, like, and that ends up i feel like kind of being about sherlock too about how there's all this desolation and death and sadness but life can spring from it and yeah and it's kind of it's it's he's looking at the world as it is today right and he's like wow this is so different yeah like this is so what he had to deal with was not anything close to this right his his time is so far behind now mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it's good it's a good and laura linney we didn't talk any about she's her. great she's great and I like good. I like Roger. Roger was great too. Roger's good. I like the whole B story. Mm-hmm. The B story or the, the B, B story? The B story. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean bees are it's a funny, funny thing. Yep. Yeah. But it's great that um you never find out why she's so against him working with bees until the end. Yeah. Yeah. And then it all makes sense why she was acting that way. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff like that that is really good. Mm-hmm. That I was like, why is she being like that? And then at the end of the movie, you're like, oh shit, just like that. Oh shit! Oh shit! Everyone in the film at the in the oh, theater. All the, the old people. I haven't heard old people curse like that in a long time, man. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, all at the same time too. It was in unison, except for that one sleeping. Yep. He he oh, kind of woke up a little more. Oh. Like, oh oh shit! So people, <laughs> people said shit. What happened? And then the people who came in at the end. Oh my to. god! Can we talk about that? How yeah, stupid so we went that was! To, listen, to explain what kind of theater we went to. Okay, we went to so a very different kind of theater than I we went to. A reserve seat, sit-down theater that has a bar in it, and that's not even the nicest side. The nicer side has reclining chairs. Well, ours had that too, but they have like tables, and you can order food and alcohol from your table or from your seat, and they'll come and bring it to you in the theater. Like this is a nicer theater. This is you reserve your seat ahead of time. The tickets aren't even that much more expensive. Like it's a really it's a good place. You know, the kind of place that spoils you and you don't want to go to any other theater because it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And and because of that, everyone has a seating arrangement. You know what I mean? Like 
gone are the days where you accidentally buy your tickets too late and you get there too late and you got to sit in the very front of the house. No, you can reserve your seats online and get a primo seat in the middle, show up the minute before the movie starts, and you know your seats are going to be there because that's how it works. And these people, at the very end of the movie, like not even like credits rolling, but the last scene of the movie yeah. where everything's coming together and and Sherlock Holmes is like, talking about his life and what he's learned and what he appreciates now and like all of these interesting like things that have dawned on him in in during the last days on this earth and these people come in and talk the entire time to each other yeah about oh these are nice seats oh look uh oh, oh look the movie's still going oh what's happening here and they sit in the very back in the last like two seats in the very very back mm-hmm. and they just talk yeah all the way until the end. It was, and they're watching the last scene of the movie that they're gonna now watch. That they're now gonna they're watch. So early. They're so early. They've now watched the ultimate, the, like the very last scene of the whole movie, where you learn everything you need to learn. You find out all of his secrets and why he did what he did and what he's learned and why he's gonna be able to die happy. Like all of these things that you learn in this last scene, they are now talking over, mm-hmm. so that everyone else who then watched the movie before them is now being impeded by their interaction with it. Mm-hmm. And they've ruined their own surprise. Like, they already know the mystery. It was just, like, absurd to me. Because we're sitting there, insane. we're watching the movie, and then all of a sudden I hear, oh, wow, look at the, oh, wow. Oh, okay. And the d- you hear the door open first, and yeah. I'm like, oh, why is someone coming in now? Uh-huh. Go back out, the movie's not done yet, and yeah. then you hear them start talking. I thought it was going to be a, I thought, here's what I thought. This okay. is, okay. So I, I could tell that it's people who are way too early. And I thought, oh, they're going to think that they're late. Yeah. And, and the they're going to look already at, started. But they're going to look at their tickets, see that someone's sitting in their seat and try and get those people out. Yeah. And I was going to be like, me. they better not come near us. Because oh, I, I was ready I to was, like rip. Yep. I was ready to go like, yep. get out. <laughs> just, it's movie still going. <laughs> you're you're way too early. <laughs> but no, they never, I didn't hear any of that. So no. obviously whatever seats they picked, no one was in. Well, no, they sat all the way in the back in the handicap section. Oh, do you think they sat there waiting for... Yes, oh. they knew they were late. <laughs> but they just didn't care. Or they knew like, they were super early. Yeah. Like, oh, no, we're just going to come in and sit down and talk. Sit down and talk. So what do you think of the weather? I feel so <laughs> bad for the people who were further back. Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, that was really crazy. And super rude. Yes. And so we had that experience, and then later I've got the five junior high girls... <laughs> Just giggling and laughing and well, talking during the look, whole movie. Look, I'm going to tell you, movie theaters are this is start- widely varied. This is starting to really frustrate me. <laughs> you got you to gotta pick your time. Yeah. It just really depends. Well, see, we could not foresee two crazy yeah, people, coming into, two crazy people coming into that theater. That was just that was nuts. We were in the middle of the day. Like, you can never foresee a phone ringing. Like right. that, but that always drives me nuts. Right. I'm like, are you for real? They, they, they only say it about five times before the movie starts to silence your phone. Well, they say turn off your phone. Yeah. And I think like people go, oh, that's too much. I'll just silence it. No, they don't even think that. They go, oh, it's too much. I won't even check. Yeah. I won't even take a it's look. Bullshit. I won't even make it a little quiet. Like even some people get real crazy about vibrate. I'm like, mm-hmm. vibrate's fine. Vibrate is barely a noise. Like, but if I'm going to have to hear like, you know, your, your favorite song play... And then you frantically go, oh, oh, I don't know. Oh, is that me? Oh, I better look. Oh, no. Hello? Oh, I'm watching a movie. Yeah. Oh, what movie is it? Let me tell you. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you want me to call you back? Why? Oh, I'm in a movie. Is this rude? No, it's cool. Guys, is it cool? 
Oh no, they're gonna kill me! Bye. <laughs> like that's they all that's got what up. Shit happened. They all got they up. All got up. <laughs> they're but all no. coming towards me. <laughs> it's like don't answer. Don't don't do it. I don't know. Now you're on your phone. You're silencing it now. You're like, well, no, it's been silenced the whole time. I know. I'm kidding. I just like you talking about phones made me go. Oh, anybody uh, look at my phone? Oh, something happened. Anyway, this has been a little extra bonus review. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, uh, you know, uh, maybe Mr. Holmes will be on DVD. Yeah, we'll, you we'll should see. definitely, definitely VOD it. Whatever. Watch it. Yeah, it's uh, good. Uh, but until next time, uh, don't let suited dudes talk on their phones during movies. Girls, your mother and I are getting divorced. Monogamy isn't realistic. Monogamy isn't realistic. Again. Monogamy isn't realistic. I didn't understand that word at the time, but now I know exactly what he was talking about. Saturday, I would love it if you were my date. I can't do that because, like, you and I won't ever see each other again. I wake up late every morning, man, just calling, I'm still oh. yawning. Morning. Oh, Amy. What happened? The church let out early? Ooh, I like Tom's sweater. Does he teach computer in a church basement? Well, don't get all threatened just because you don't understand the concept of marriage. You dress him like that so nobody else wants to have sex with him. That's cool. Hey. I'm just a modern chick who does what she wants. Last week, it was this guy. Is that wine in the box? Hey, Mark Wahlberg. Shut up. Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg's like 150 pounds. I look like Mark Wahlberg ate Mark Wahlberg. Before you judge, you should know I'm doing fine. My friends are awesome, my apartment's sick, and I have a great job at a men's magazine. I like you, Amy. You're clever, but you're not too brainy. You're pretty-ish, and you're not gorgeous. You're approachable. Thank you. Yeah. I'm giving you an assignment. I need a profile on a sports doctor. So you're doing the article on me? Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt. We watching Downton Abbey later? LeBron, I'm being interviewed. Listen, I'm watching it tonight because I'm not going to go to practice and all the guys are talking about it and I'm left out. All. You follow sports? Sports. I love them. Who's your favorite team? The Orlando Blooms. Do you want to get a drink? Yeah. What am I doing? I slept at the doctor's place last night. My boy got intimate. Yes. Sexual intercourse. Oh! You never spend the night. What were you, blackout drunk? No, I had like two drinks. Three, max. Four, now that I'm tallying. Because you're on antibiotics or something? Oh my God, he's calling me. Why would he call? You guys just had sex. This is Amy. I think you butt dialed me. No, I dialed you with my fingers. What's she saying? What's she saying? Shh. He called me on purpose. Hang up. He's obviously like sick or something. I was calling to say I had a really good time last night. I was wondering if you wanted to um, hang out again. I'm going to call the police. Trainwreck. Trainwreck. Directed by Jed Apatow. Right. Star, or not starring, written by Amy Schumer. Right. I uh, saw that at the end and I was like, <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, Amy Schumer is the star and writer. And uh, according to the IMDb trivia, I don't know if this is to be trusted, this mm. is the first film directed by Jed Apatow that he did not also write. Oh, wow. Or even have a partial writing credit on for that. Man, there's got to be some trust between them. Yeah, I, uh, I believe there was some weird, you know how like uh, they put like special features on TV? Yeah. Like not TV, but like on on hbo yeah like those little whatever. 10 to 15 minute little things yeah there was like a thing where movies. he like he saw her comedy her stand-up and was like yeah i want to i want to do a movie with her mm-hmm. like she's really good uh and it's really cool yeah it's cool that they found each other like that 
so Trainwreck is uh, it's really about uh, Amy Schumer. Uh, her character is also named Amy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she's kind of uh, I mean, as the title implies, uh, a train wreck. Yeah, uh, I think that's a question though. I don't really know if that's a, a I don't definitive. Think, yeah, because it's what's really um, if you want to say anything's particularly wrong with her is that she um, she s- sleeps around. Like, is that that's like a bad thing though? No, 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 like, no. no. To, I call, think to call to call a. Uh, a person a bad person for no 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 no. i think i think what she's doing isn't bad like if that's what she wants to do that's fine yeah but the the problem she has is she's like cut off from her emotions and she can't be intimate with someone Mm -hmm. and all that stuff freaks her out and it's all to protect herself Mm -hmm. um so that's where the problem is and and her sister uh i mean there's a a fantastic opening scene Mm -hmm. Um, which I didn't expect, and I love the grainy look to it. Oh, it's in the trailer. Uh, Did you ever see a trailer? I must have not seen the trailer. Wow, okay. Yeah, Colin Quinn uh, plays... uh, Her her dad. Yeah, their dad. And uh, in this this opening scene, which is like a flashback to when they're kids, uh, he's getting divorced from their mother. And there's this fantastic analogy. He's basically trying to explain what's what's going on, why he's getting divorced. Uh And it's basically... It ends with the two kids repeating, monogamy isn't real, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they Something say? Something like that. Yeah, basically... Uh, unrealistic. Uh, yeah, it's unrealistic to be in a monogamous relationship for a mm-hmm. long period of time, yep. which clearly affects the older of the two sisters. Right, and the younger of the two, it kind of ruins their relationship a little bit because she mm-hmm. doesn't feel the same way as her dad, but, no. but Amy mm-hmm. embraces it completely. Yeah, uh, the younger sister is played by Brie Larson. Yeah, uh, and she's uh, married to um, Tom. Uh, yeah, it's Mike Brabiglia. Oh, okay. He's a stand-up, and he's done some other stuff as well. If you watched, uh, I don't watch Orange Is the New Black, but he's in the third season. Oh, okay, cool. So you know, he shows up there, uh, and he's funny. Like he's really funny. Mm-hmm. It's a really interesting relationship between Amy and her sister uh, Brie Larson, and uh, it's it's kind of an interesting thing where. Uh, the the sister got married to this guy who already had a kid. Yeah, and the kid's kind of like annoying, but in not an annoying way. Like right. it's it's a funny way. Yeah, yeah, where he's just like he's overly sweet, mm-hmm. and that's, he's just this adorable sweet kid yeah. to the point where it could be annoying, mm-hmm. and is annoying to certain types of people. It's annoying to Amy, definitely. which is definitely the point of that character, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's kind of fun. I think. And same with the husband. Mike Birbiglia plays like kind of a dope. Yeah. But a dope in like a way where he's he's like going along with whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to give the son a good time. So that's yeah. where the son's weird sweetness comes from. Yeah. Because they're, they're such like acute pairing mm-hmm. where they're just kind of doing whatever. <laughs> like at one point they have like a boy date or something. Yeah. They're, they're doing um, the, uh, they're at like a weird tea house uh-huh. and uh, Amy wants to get mimosas uh-huh. and uh, the <laughs> she's like, why are they over there? Oh, they're having a boy's date. A boy's date. And, <laughs> and that's, they're both drinking from the little teacups. From the little teacups. Tea and, and it's also Filled funny. With girls in tea dresses. Because she can never like hang out with her sister by herself. Mm. The, the husband and the husband son, and the son are, are always, always there, there yeah. doing something nearby. <laughs> and like, it just shows the difference in their characters because Amy's always trying to be alone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and her sister, I think it's Kim or Kimmy, uh, is like yeah. so happy being with these two people, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the stepson and, and her husband, yeah. that they're around each other constantly. Mm-hmm. And it shows just how different they are. Yeah. Uh, and then I also thought it was interesting how the, the father was actually kind of important in right? the film. I, uh, didn't, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And it was nice having that 
because you got to see the inception of her attitude at the beginning of the film mm-hmm. and then kind of it's reoccurring and how it how it's affected him mm-hmm. in his life and how where he's at now mm-hmm. it, was, it was very interesting yeah and uh part of the although i think it's probably the least important part is is her job her job is just for laughs. Her which, job is just there to which, move the story along. Holy but that's shit, fine. Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Tilda Swinton is oh normal. My, oh my goodness. She's a normal woman. I didn't know it was her at first. But it was she's like definitely, the third she's wearing scene a wig. of her. I know. It, 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 but it was like the third scene and I was like, that's, that's Tilda Swinton. Yeah, it's her boss. Oh my goodness. And her boss is like a more extreme version of uh, like, Miranda from oh my um, goodness. Uh, Devil Wears Prada. Right. Isn't she's her name Miranda? crazy. I don't know. It's Meryl Streep. Sure, Meryl Streep's character's yep. name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, but this movie's really funny. Like every part of it's Very really funny. funny. Uh, when she was at her job, uh, her her coworkers are people that you'll recognize from TV. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can't remember his name, but he was a uh, Councilman Jam on Parks and Rec. Oh, okay, He's yeah. one of her coworkers. Uh, Randall Park is uh is the other the other guy, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really funny. It's a funny funny time when she's at work. There's like an interesting dichotomy between all of her coworkers, mm-hmm. and that- it. And it uh, that's what introduces her to Bill Hader's character. Right. Yeah. Because one of the other coworkers like pitches this idea for an article in their magazine. Mm-hmm. And Amy... It's a men's magazine. It's a men's magazine. Which is a parody of like... Because the name of it's like... It has like a dumb... A really it's gross really name. Dumb. It's like... Like spit. <laughs> like it's like a really gross... Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's whatever. It's... Uh, um, but <clears throat> it was... You know, it's this huge sports thing. And Amy comes out as saying like... I think sports are dumb. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why people says, do I it. I don't respect people who like sports. Uh, yeah. And she, she like goes down and saying, I think they're like less, less people, like dumb people. She's, Anyone not, who likes it. They're not smart. <laughs> yeah. And, and her boss just totally catches on that and says, that's, that's the viewpoint I want. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, excuse me. Uh, yeah. So she gets forced to do the story on, um, Bill Hader's character mm-hmm. who is a, uh, a doctor who does um, sports medicine? Sp- sports medicine, yeah. He um, and he's going to do some big, important uh, new um, he, surgery. He has a surgery that helps people with like knee problems and mm. like tendon issues, mm. so that way they can go back and play that season. Whereas usually in sports, when someone has an injury like that, they're out for the year. Mm-hmm. And he's he's kind of this big deal. He's working with all of all of the big athletes mm-hmm. because he's doing this surgery and it's, it's, you know, helping. Mm-hmm. So he, that's why everyone's talking about him. Yeah. And, uh, so she, she meets him through this job. Right. And, uh, it's kind of funny when they, um, they go out drinking and then they go, I, that hold scene on. when they go hold home on. together is hold really on. funny. That, before we even get to that, uh-huh. their first interaction when they're sitting down to make schedules, yeah. like he calls her on all of her shit. Yeah. And it's awesome. You instantly tell that they're like, these are two people who are going to have a, a fun time together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you're right. The, because they get, they have that scene where, uh, do they eat before that or is it just drinking? They eat and then they drink. I'm pretty sure they eat and drink. Yeah. 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 Because he's like, Oh, I'm hungry. Let's go get food. Mm-hmm. And, um, they get in the cab and he's like, uh, two stops. Um, and she goes, no, just one stop. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> and, and from that point on, uh, he doesn't say a word. Yeah. But you can but see the look on his face is his expression, so great. and he's just it's kind of scared. Yeah, he's kind of like he doesn't know what to do right. next. Like he's never had this situation. It's kind of funny. It's really great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bill Hader is like very expressive. Just like that look, great. the yeah. whole theater was laughing. Mm-hmm. 
Just the look on his face. Um, and so we'd seen before, uh, before this moment in the film that uh, Amy, like she's used to having a su- like just one night stands. She yeah. will do anything to get out or get the man out. Yeah, she has a rule of not sleeping over. Yeah, and so in this, uh, in this case, she does. Mm-hmm. Right? Is this the first time or the second time? No, she it's the second. She accidentally breaks her rule at the beginning of the movie. It's why she's stuck on Staten Island and has to take well, the, yeah. but the no, boat a, over. She does it with Bill Hader too, but not the first. I can't remember. That's not the first time. Okay. The the beginning the the movie starts off with that because right. the opening shot is her on that ferry. Yeah. And uh, no, because he says no, you don't have to leave. And then it just begins this long sequence of her like trying to get comfortable <laughs> because she doesn't normally sleep in bed with people. And it's just like anything he does is upsetting to her. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of it's kind of an interesting... Um, I'd heard other um, reviewers uh, describe it as kind of like the equivalent of... Uh, she plays like the male role in a romantic comedy. Right, right. Uh, where, you know, the male always has to, you know, stop his ways and mm-hmm. find a woman and, you know, everything will be better. Mm-hmm. And so this it's kind of the same thing here except flipped where she's, right. she's the male role. Uh, which I always find kind of, I didn't really, when I was watching, I didn't really catch that. Or I don't know if I was supposed to catch that or if it's just kind of, if, if it's subtle or if it's just so obvious that I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Uh, but but whatever it, it is. It doesn't hit you over the head with it. I don't even think you can even sum it up by just saying that. Because right. this movie is so much more than just that. Her character is so much more complicated mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. And it's, even her friend, like, she's not the only person like that. Her coworkers just like that. Yeah. Even worse. Mm-hmm. That scene at the, at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, she's hitting on Method Man. What? That's Method Man, right? I guess. I don't know I, which one I, of the Wu Tang it is. I didn't know. I didn't know who that was. It's one of the Wu Tang. Uh, and there's like a lot of funny, uh, ex- you know, little performances. Um, yeah. da- Dave Attell is, is the homeless is the man. the homeless man who lives who, right outside her apartment. He, he always has a different sign on a cardboard. He's written something different, and uh-huh. it's always like weird or funny. Yep. Like what? Well, uh, he was. I said, blame you. At one point, <laughs> is what it said on he's there. Like I'm workshopping some new signs, and isn't there a part where he's he's saying something about he'll accept Bitcoin or something? Yeah. He's just. He's really funny. Yeah, it's it's a everyone in this movie is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of good bits. LeBron, we haven't even talked about LeBron yet. LeBron's all so, up in this movie. Uh, LeBron James is a an actual basketball guy, mm-hmm. and he's in this film as an actor, uh, as a as a comedy actor. He mm-hmm. has a lot of good funny lines, uh, and he's friends with Bill Hader, you know, through their sports connection. Yep. And uh, it's yeah, it's, it was Method Man. It's okay, good. Uh, well, I really enjoy. Um, it's in. The, I mean, a lot of the good stuff is in the trailer, but then as you watch the film, you get to even better stuff. Yeah, uh, where there's the scene where um, Bill Hader calls, or he's he's going to call Amy the next day, mm-hmm. and uh, LeBron is like. Did you did you get did you get some? Mm-hmm. He's like my man. <laughs> he's yeah, all loud in, so loud in this restaurant. Yeah, just like he got it. <laughs> and he's like sexual intercourse. He says out loud, <laughs> really loud. <laughs> and Bill Hader's really like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. That that scene's in one of a freaking great exchange mm-hmm. that is super relatable. The whole like paying the check thing. Oh yeah, that that is because at like, one point you're LeBron. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got money he's like i don't have my wallet oh fuck you fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you oh it's so that's good, good he's like you could pay for the check one time and you know everything about that friendship at that point yeah where they always go out and he always has to pay <laughs> i mean he's a doctor he's not poor but i it's know still, but it's, it's, it's still guy, funny it's yeah it's funny. still really funny yeah uh yeah and you know what it's also this film is also like tender this film has little moments oh, where man. that i did really not expect that at all yeah 
Like there are some really mm-hmm. touching parts. Um, I don't, I don't want to, it's not really big, but there's a moment where LeBron not really confronts, but he's talking to Amy and he's like, don't hurt my man. Oh yeah. That <laughs> look he gives her so good. What, do you hear his name on the wind? <laughs> yeah. Everything he says at that scene, she's just, just like, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And she just goes, yeah, but it comes, too. but like that comes from a place of caring. Right. And so it's kind of like, that's a tender moment, even though it's, it's extra funny. Right. There are other moments that are like not as funny, but definitely mm-hmm. really make you feel like, Oh wow, this is, this film is heart. Yeah. I yeah. enjoyed the, the relationship she had with her sister. Mm-hmm. Like that was you showed how different these people were and how they were both affected by the same experiences in mm-hmm. different ways, and uh, yeah, this is a good movie. It was really good. It was really funny. Yeah, yeah, like way way funnier than I thought it was. Gonna and be. it never like um, uh, I I have more recently than this film. I've watched some other films where I'll I'll just say they they take they take an angle of uh, shaming the woman. For, for wanting to be independent or for wanting to have uh, uh, an identity other than a man or it takes the man's side. This film, since, I mean, just, beca- I mean, if only because it's written by a woman, by mm-hmm. Amy Schumer, it, it's able to take that other perspective of like, no, fuck you guys. It like, has, women are their own. Yeah, they like, can do whatever they want. A- a- every woman is whatever she wants to be right. and doesn't need, doesn't you don't need the man. And it, and it you, handles, you just, no, you're right, yeah. 100%. And it handles that really well because mm. there's one point um there's two points where i really liked its reaction to stuff like there was one point where she was sitting down with the stepford wives mm. oh and, yes oh my god and one of them is talking about gay people and she's like what is that about and amy just goes well they're regular people like yeah she very clearly like is like no we shouldn't be seeing them different well yeah she does the, the 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 stepford wife as she called it she's, yeah. she's like i don't know how to explain that or oh uh, we we watched i let them watch a little bit of glee and there were lesbians how yeah. am i gonna explain that to them uh-huh. <laughs> she's like they're just people they're just people yeah <laughs> but i love that it was glee it was That's glee really of like, all things yeah um and then uh and then in that mm. same uh like in a scene in that same place mm. uh that's when her husband says that really dumb joke oh when uh, about her uh, about saying husband yeah about don't leave around the athletes oh do you remember that yeah that was a super awkward scene so they're in the other room this is after they're like oh yeah i kind of remember this this. and his friend standing right behind him and he goes well you know because she's you know she gets around and his friend just pieces out immediately Because he realizes yes, how awkward it was. I remember the scene now. And like, because and what Bill he Hader's says, like, what, 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 what are, you are you talking, talking about? about? And it just, it it's makes like, such cool, a man. good point <laughs> about like, no, this is not okay to say. Yeah. This is an awkward situation. Yeah. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. Whatever you were going to say, whatever joke you were thinking of, yeah. no, you're wrong mm-hmm. and you have no legs to stand on. And he like had to completely backpedal out of that. But it still made him look like an idiot. Like yep. that, mo- this movie's making a stand on stuff like that, mm. and it's it's awesome. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, there's no shame. Like None. she's not, uh, and and it's not that there's no shame in a bad way. There's no shame in a good way. Yeah, and it's like people do make her feel bad, but it's not about what she does with her body. Mm. It's about how she treats people. About yeah. how she's how not she treats nice. other people. Yeah, yeah. It's not how about how she's not nice. Mm. About how she shuts people out because mm. she's afraid of intimacy and caring and being hurt. Even family members. Yeah, it's like at certain points. That's that's what she's being shamed for, which mm. is stuff that anybody would be shamed for because that's it's unhealthy, yeah. and she realizes how unhealthy it is. It's never for what she does physically, mm-hmm. and that's it's uh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's important. It's a good. So overall, yes, this is this is a really good movie. Um, as with all comedies, I will say you don't need to see it in a theater. 
uh, I well, think I this know. will be Com- comedies are nice in theaters. Yeah, there wasn't that many people in the theater laugh. when I saw it. I agree too, but this mm. would be like a fun movie to watch with like a bunch of friends. You yeah, I mean, like have people over and just put this on, like because there's enough comedy in it. There's some raunchy stuff. There's you know there's 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 a lot of stuff for adults to enjoy. So, yeah, definitely see this movie. Oh, the magazine was called Snuff. Snuff. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And it was like with an apostrophe, snuff. Snuff. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I had to look I had to look for that. <laughs> that was very important, everyone. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, was the Method Man. So go go see this movie. Yes. It's a good funny movie. Yeah. Uh, not just if you're a fan of Jed Apatow. And it's not like uh some people have uh were asking me about it like, oh, how is it as a comedy? How is it as like other other people have been like, Oh, it's a romance movie. It's it's both. Yeah. Like it's a really funny movie, mm-hmm. but there's some touching romance stuff in there and it's not it's not super cheesy. Yeah, it is not. I would say it's not cheesy at all. Yeah. Like it's really weird how this manages to not it be It gets cheesy. away with having cheesy stuff in it without feeling like it. Yeah. Like it's there's really cute moments. Mm-hmm. Like that scene where uh she's apologizing to her sister and she sits down with uh with her her step nephew. Mm-hmm. And they have that moment where he's talking about Minecraft yeah. and he's talking about like the stuff he builds. And he says, this is the house I'm making. And she's like, why is there four rooms? And he goes, well, this is for you and Aaron. Mm-hmm. And she just has this moment where she realizes this kid who's been annoying her the whole movie is this sweet, loving individual. And she's at the point in her life when enough stuff has happened where she's like, no, this is, this is important. This is like, this is something that I want, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, like, that's, that's a big deal. For her, for like us seeing this kid, like, yeah, it's good. It's really good. All right, so we already said, go see it. Go see it. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, and if you like community and you'd like to hear us talk about it every week, you can go to BenViewNetwork.com slash ShutUpLeonard. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast provider. Shut up, Leonard. Pop, pop. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this off episode. Right. Uh, uh, hopefully, you know, our reviews will help you. Yeah, Side. there's a lot there for you. I mean, we have three reviews instead of one. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, here. So really quick, uh, thanks to... Um, uh, Sophomore Makeup? What are they called? No, Silent Partner. Silent Partner. Is the name of the band okay. who did the song Sophomore Makeup. Sophomore Makeup, all right. Which I always is get that theme song. Uh, you can find that at the YouTube Audio Library as well right, as other right. songs for your use at uh, youtube.com slash audio library. Very cool. Uh, our logo was done by Justin Kizon of uh, Agents of Guard. You can find his writings and more at agentsofguard.com. Uh, I do two other podcasts, uh, Shut Up Leonard and Pick Your Path. Go check them out on the Benview Network, benviewnetwork.com. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you you know about his stuff, so go to optograb.org. And uh, Jordan, I, uh, just in general, where are you? <coughs> I'm on Twitter, mm-hmm. at TrueValk. Um, I'm on Facebook, backslash TrueValk. Uh, I'm on Instagram, TrueValk. Uh, I see I'm, a pattern. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of everywhere with the same uh, screen name. Um, yeah, I screwed up and tagged tagged you on Twitter as another name. Oh, yeah. Oh well, it's it's okay. It makes it's me just s- on there. Forever. That makes me sad. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna go unlike that tweet. It's because your email's different, and that screws oh. me up. Well, yeah, because the emails from when I was like in high school. Yeah. And I now have an adult persona. Yeah. 
that is Me based too. on a video game character. So it's very mature. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and I'm probably streaming on Twitch, whichever week you're you're all hearing this. So definitely come to uh, Gamer Assault Weekly, and uh, there'll be stuff there for you. If you enjoy video games, come there. So check out uh, our personal website, nvpodcast.com. Email us, nvpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, on Twitter, at nvpodcast. I'm on Twitter, at podcasterandrew. And what do you have to say, Jordan? Um, remember that love and courage will carry you through all, and that uh, that sports are not done. And be wary of suited dudes. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.